Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Randy with the One Jets Pod, and I'm joined with my co-host today here, Brandon and Dominic. Brandon, brother, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm ready to talk some football, some Jets. Let's go. Dominic, man, my, my brother, how are you? Doing well. Hey, both our teams winning for the first time in the same week. That's going to make this podcast extra juicy and extra excited. There's a lot to talk about with both our squads. You say Juicy. Juicy. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I'm glad at least the one thing you didn't say you're doing well on is that you beat me again this week in the picks. <laughs> I was going to save that for a little later. Like, it's like extra I cherry mean, on top. We, 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 we warned you, Randy, that we were coming. coming for you. I know. <laughs> I know. So currently, all right. Brandon and Dominic went nine and five this week. Brandon takes home the cake this week. Again, back-to-back weeks based on the tiebreaker. Dominic has failed to win a week this week this this year, I believe. I can't. It's honestly, coming, Dom. Dominic's hey, coming. It's coming, but I the tiebreakers. I if I have to lose on a tiebreak, I'll tip my cap. I just All can't right. predict that. I can't. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Come on. There's too much things to predict in this world. Oh, NFL man. scores. Clear. We can That's do true. wins. We can That's do true. wins and losses. Just not predicting scores. <laughs> <laughs> no, but congratulations to you guys. Uh, win for both of you, really. But congratulations to Brandon on a back to back week win thank you thank you thank you thank you the good thing is, is i don't lose my first place status so for now I'm, for now <laughs> yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah i'm feeling the heat right now dude i'm 48 and 30 you got dominic behind me at 47 and 31 and then brandon at 46 and 32 so it's, it's a it's a it's a two-game race right now i mean this week is gonna be interesting so when we get to those picks later on in the show like I'm curious to see what you guys got. Like, it'll I be a different week. It'll be I a different week. Oh, I, I, it better be. That that last week was so. Uh, Dude, what'd you call these, it? Some of these games, I was like, really? Oh my god! Like, come on. Yeah. But hey, that's, that's the NFL. That's the NFL for you. Bengals, whatever. Buffalo, what? Buffalo, the heck? what? Man, <laughs> listen, I mean, I'm happy I t- they lost, but damn. I told y'all, I felt some type of way about that, that game. Yeah, I wanted to pick the Jags so bad, and I just <laughs> yeah, because ah. you knew you knew if we picked the Jags, the opposite would have happened. Is oh, that damned, absolutely. damned if you do, damned absolutely. if you don't. Yep. I'm just yep. glad. I'm glad. Last week, mid show or uh, mid conversation, I went from the Patriots to the Saints. I switched that pick real quick. <laughs> De- you're, hey, welcome. I- you're, you're welcome for that. <laughs> We'd be tied for first, at least you and I, Randy, if that was dang. Okay, we can't no more help. That was your one bingo one. Three, It's done. What what else? Uh who else let me down? Um Washington <laughs> let me down on Thursday. Well, he let us they let us all down. Yep. Commanders. Uh, uh oh. Baltimore. I really thought Houston was gonna win, man. They almost did. They almost did. Baltimore the was one time. The one time we picked Houston to win, they lose. Uh, yeah. Oh, in Baltimore, who they play? The Steelers. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah, who, like you deserve to lose when you drop four wide open passes. Yeah. 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 You deserve to lose. Yep. And of course, the Cardinals let me down, jackasses. <laughs> so whatever. I don't know why you picked them in the first place. Well, come on! It was the Bengals. It's not like the Bengals. I told you last week I was done with the Bengals. I still but might what, be done with hey, the Bengals. What was my one reason why I picked the Bengals? Because Jamar Chase said I'm yeah. always open. That's right. And it just like the Jags in the time zone. We should have the small details. We should have paid attention to. Yeah. And that boy was that boy went off. That single handed single handedly 
lost a game in one of my fantasy leagues. Somebody else had Jamar Chase, 52.2 points, and Devontae Adams throws up an 8.5. 52? Jamar Chase was... No, but even... I I do you one better. I lost to somebody who had DJ Moore and Justin Fields. Oh! That's a weaker What was that combined score? 120. 120. I was like, all right, well... Yeah, at least when you lose in fantasy, if you lose on a week like that, it's like, what do you do? Yeah. And I looked, and I looked at my bench, and I was like, could I have swapped? Nope, still gonna lose. Okay, okay, I'll take the loss. This, I'm in the same league as him, Brandon. This motherfucker like averages like 200 points a week. Oh, okay. well, that's our that's our fun, sexy four person. It is it's just a four person league, just a bullshit league, but it's fun. It's, oh yeah, I got a league like that with my buddies too. Yeah, I got a league like, like that with yeah, just four like, of us. It's like Josh yeah. Allen, Christian McCaffrey, Tyree. Oh, yeah. Teams Stephon are stacks. Yeah. Teams are Don't you and I, isn't it you and I that have a bunch of people on bye weeks next week? No, for uh, me, uh, I think it's week seven or nine. It's uh, an okay. odd number. I think it's week seven. We're almost there. Oh, man. So while we're on the topic of these picks, I'm going to get, I'm going to give Dominic the floor a little early because I want him to be able to gloat. Because <laughs> as somebody who, doesn't really care for the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, I don't really hate, hate them, hate them. I just really don't care for them. Because their fans just are irritating. So I want Dominic. And if you want to rub their noses in it, dude, please do. Please do. So, Dominic, the floor is yours. Talk some 49er Dallas Cowboy baseball because holy shit. You know, it's one of those games that it's just as sweet as you thought it was going to be. And I, I held my expectations relatively fair game because I didn't want to say oh we're going to cream the Cowboys and then some miracle of God happens and Dallas wins I don't want to overshoot my team I never want to be cocky like that but holy crap like 42 to 10 Dak Prescott is who he thought he is Brock (laughs) Brock Purdy is who we think he is oh yeah and everything that could go wrong for Dallas went wrong they were lucky to get that touchdown to Turpin in the back of the end zone on just a good throw Defense didn't play a little right, but that was the only mistake in that game. From the first play of the game, McCaffrey has a three-yard run and gets his neck twisted around with a face mask. From that point, first play, we got this. Dallas is undisciplined, unprepared. All their talk all week long, especially from good old Jerry Jones, we're just as good as them, we're just as strong as them, coaching-wise, quarterback-wise, defensive-wise. Where was Michael Parsons? Nowhere to be found. They've They've had injuries on their defense. Vander Esch, horrible neck injury. Hope you know I don't wish injury upon anybody, but the game was already out of hand. Right. And mm-hmm. why was Dak Prescott playing halfway through the third quarter when it was 35 to 10? Put Cooper Rush in and see what you get. Rest your guys so you're not getting hurt. Vander Esch did not need to get hurt if you're a Cowboys fan when you're down 25 with a quarter to go. Yeah. That's uncalled for. Yeah. But getting off the Cowboys being virtually irrelevant in this game, we talked about it last week with Brock Purdy. We hate the term system quarterback. Absolutely. And once again, he proves everybody why he is who Brock Purdy is. The stud, he will take that no. he will take that irrelevant Mr. Irrelevant name and trademark it because he is a oh, stud. Yeah. He made some nice I mean, some of the over the over the defender throws. I mean, some of I was like, this guy is I mean, he's showing off. Oh yeah, he's he showing out in front of company. That's yeah. what he's doing. No, I was like, man, this guy is just. I mean, I mean yeah, he's a phenomenal quarterback. No game is too big for him. No, he, he he is one of those players where 
last year when you compared him to Jimmy Garoppolo. They're very similar in certain ways. They're not big runners. They're pocket passers. They this, and I'll preface this by by saying this: this 49ers offense is incredibly difficult to scheme and retain. That's why Trey Lance could not hack it. No pun intended. Nathaniel Hackett, right there. See Thank that you. little. We're going to be talking. Nice. About, we're going to talk nice. about hacking in there. That was nice. He could hack it against the Broncos, <laughs> but. Trey Lance couldn't do it. Brock Purdy could. And I think, really, Brock Purdy had four years of experience in Iowa State. Absolutely. Trey, Trey Lance had one full year at North Dakota State and then went to the NFL. Yep. That's a big difference. Big difference. It's like, it's like minor league baseball to major league baseball. Oh, yeah. It's a different transition. So the difference between Brock Purdy and Jimmy Garoppolo for the Niner fans out there and just for football fans, because we're seeing what Jimmy G's doing in, in almost at Oakland, Vegas right now leading the league in interceptions. Yep. He does all the same thing Purdy does, does the check downs, does the safe throws, but it's when he goes to the deep throws, that's where Can't his inconsistency it. lies. He would prefer to do the check down throws and let the receivers and the, and the talented wide receivers, tight ends do their job instead of putting them in better positions to accentuate that job. So just that extra layer of the onion that Brock Purdy brings to the table. And I really think, and this is not Homerism here, this is fat on the numbers. His numbers are better than Mahomes. His numbers are better than Josh Allen. His numbers are better, if not very close to Tua Tungavailoa right now. There needs to be a serious conversation for Brock Purdy being in the MVP or absolutely best, best oh. quarterback. Absolutely. And right now, truthfully, top three MVP candidates to this day right now, Brock Purdy, Christian McCaffrey, and you could probably throw a, th- a third seed. Uh, it's still early. I don't think there's been one person that's lit it up consistently through the five, first five weeks of the year. Like Tyreek Hills had three weeks out of five being superb. Josh Allen had a clunker against the Jets. He was good against Jacksonville's defense, let him down. Right. But no one has been as consistent as Brock Purdy and Christian McCaffrey. Anybody who says otherwise, and and here's the funny thing, as I keep well, didn't, didn't Allen throw two picks? I guess in he, the Jacks game too. He threw two picks, and and I know this sounds three. like rambling. Three, well, three. yeah, three. Three. three, yeah. And I know this sounds like rambling for the Niners, but guess what? All this talk is just the freaking offense I'm talking about. <laughs> I haven't even begun to talk about the defense, and I'm going to shorten it up like this because I don't. I know the Jets fans. We want to get to the Jets. <laughs> There, there's so many talented players. This in recent weeks, it was Joey Bosa. Um, I mean, Nick Bosa was talented. To, uh, you know, Ufunga was the player of the game, and Eric Armstead and Drake Jackson. This week against Dallas, you everybody start needs to start learning the name Fred Warner. He brings up the same similarities as Navarro Bowman and Patrick Willis who were all pro Hall of Fame candidates for the San Francisco 49ers. He defends passes. He has constant tackles for loss. His IQ in this game on the interception against one of Dak Prescott's three interceptions, his back was turned to the whole play, and he anticipates everything that's going to happen, which tells me Dak Prescott is predictable. No, no, No shock there. Learn Fred Warner's name. This guy is the most elite linebacker in the game of football, I think personally he is the best defender in football. 
up front, if you're just looking at D linemen and middle linebackers, not secondary, just those two positions, I think Fred Warner is even more dominant than Aaron and Donald of the Rams, who they say is the most dominant defensive lineman in football. I think Fred Warner and this entire Niner team is even more dominant than the next best player. Talk your talk. I hear you. There's nothing for the 49ers that says an area at this moment right now, because we're staying healthy, you know, knock on wood. Health Mm -hmm. is always something on the Niners side or against them at times. They're at, I know we're going to get to picks, but at the Browns and at the Vikings over the next two weeks, Browns probably not going to have Deshaun Watson Jefferson on the IR for the next four weeks. Yep. The Niners after that return home to take on Joe Burrow and Cincinnati. And if Cincinnati's rolling, that could be a battle-tested game. I thought Dallas was going to be our first battle test of the year. It did not happen. And I'm glad at the end of the day, it's a storied rivalry. Emmitt Smith, Jerry Rice, the whole pageantry of Cowboys Niners. And once again, Niners. (laughs) Dude, if if the Cow- the Cowboys were the test, one of what on our schedule the three the four tests I had for the Niners Eagles Cowboys, too you got the Eagles yeah right. Niners okay. Bengals Jacksonville if they're getting hot could be a test after the bye week but we have a three week stretch at the end of November beginning of December compared to the 49ers, nah nah the Eagles are probably only okay if they, I didn't know I'll they were tell the you Eagles. this this That's is the, the only t- test left they have at Seattle Thanksgiving night following week at the Eagles return home to take on Seattle. That's a three consecutive week. That's the toughest stretch of game. I mean, but it is Seattle's a divisional. Yeah. But the Eagles, I still feel will be the revenge of the NFC title game. Everybody's going to build it up. And Brock Purdy, as we did in the cold open, I'm just going to do my business. Blue collar work style. You know what? You know, this was supposed to be Jets Niners Super Bowl. This was this. This is the year it was supposed to be Jets Niners. Well, it still could be. It still could be. It still could be. Okay. <laughs> come on, come on. Aaron Rodgers okay. will come back. <laughs> All right. Okay. We, we actually have a we actually have a fan question at the end of the show regarding that. All right. Um, but that's my take for the 49ers. You know, I could go on longer, but that's the general consensus. I'll Five and zero. Yeah, I don't even think that. I mean, I don't even think the Eagles are that big of a test. I mean, that defense gives up points, and the 49ers score points. That's the Eagles a game. have the Dallas score. Hey, Dallas scores points too. Hmm? The, score points the Eagles on are the Sunday bottom night. five, bottom five in red zone defense. They ain't no test. Get the fuck. Nah. It, it, no. it, if Niner win, dub. <laughs> the only thing I would say: health and not shooting yourself in your own foot. If the yeah. Niners can stay away from those two, you know, staying healthy and doing everything fundamentally correct, I don't see why this team. And I'll lowball it because I don't like to be too cocky. Loses any like three or more games. Like yeah. three should be the cap. Um, because you know, never know. Somebody has a bad week, something happens weird, you know. True. Maybe some maybe some penalty calls on national bad TV officiate. go against you. Yeah. You know. Well, <laughs> you know? We, we 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 pray we pray your team has good health, man. Cause Absolutely. you know every time the Jets win, we somebody goes down with it Achilles. Yep. So, it seems like it's got it cost it's gotta cost us something. Is that a cost us something? Is that a transition? That is a nice transition. transition? (laughs) Um, It's a horrible transition from good to injury, but (laughs) hey, we got to deliver the news, right? We got to do it. No, congratulations again, Dom, on the big win. And thank you. Absolutely. It's going to be a fun season. I just know it. But we're moving on. 
Big win in Denver, baby. It was being touted as a must win. It wasn't pretty. Some of them aren't. But we saved our season, I think, fellas. Um, I got right. Let's see how my notes here I got. We got a chance to go into the bye at 500. I think a, I, I think a lot of Jet fans were looking at the bye week, at, at, at least even with Aaron Rodgers, at three and three. And they would, and they were okay with that. I honestly, dude, I think if we would have had Aaron Rodgers, I don't think we lose to the Cowboys. I'm just saying. We don't lose um, to the Patriots. Uh we don't lose to the Patriots. We, we, we don't I, lose to the. We don't the lose to the. We don't lose to the Chiefs either. If I mean, if it plays out like it did, then yeah, no, no, hell, we're I mean, five and zero right now. Come on. Yeah. Absolutely At least right. Bare Absolutely minu- right. Bare minimum, you don't lose four to the and Patriots. one. Bare you minimum, four and one. Right. Bare minimum four and one. I'll I'll give them that. But we saved our season, and to go to have a chance. Luckily, it's not in Philadelphia. Luck, it's a home game. But as everybody knows, the Jets in their history have never ever beaten the Eagles. So there's always that, always in the back of my mind. This is I. I'm not going to give it away. On my pick, but. This is just always one of those games that I'm just I'm just like oh dude I hate I hate seeing the the Eagles on the on the uh, schedule I absolutely hate seeing them on the schedule. Me too, man. I don't have much of a problem going into the bye at two and four, especially with the Giants on the other end. But I mean, what do you guys think? And we'll start we'll start with Brandon, brother. How do you feel with the, with a chance to to play Philadelphia and go into the bye at three and three. I mean, that's huge with the way things are shaping up. We won't get into injuries just yet, but I mean, what are your thoughts, brother? But I, I thought the bye is after uh, the Giants. It's after it's not... the Giants? That's what I thought. I'll, I'll be I your statistician. Say, I don't I think so. I could be wrong, but I thought it was, I thought they were out because the, the 22nd, right? The 22nd we play the Eagles. No, the jet the Jets have a bye week seven. Yeah, so it's yeah, the, the, the Giants Eagles will be Giants. Up, yeah, Eagles bye week at the Giants October 29th and week okay. eight. Yeah, okay. Oh, okay. So there okay. is a separation. So you guys will be staying in New York for three weeks. Mm-hmm. Okay, gotcha. I don't know why I thought I must be looking at the calendar wrong. <laughs> Thank good. you. Thank you. Sorry about that, Randy. No, you're good, brother. Um, but yeah, man, uh, what I love for us to go into the bye week three and three, absolutely. Um, it is just that I don't know what to, what we're going to expect from this team. Like, I mean, are we going to get into kind of the game and kind of the thing? Cause are we going to wait? We're going to wait a little bit for that. What's that? To get into the game a little bit. The Philadelphia game? As, well, no, the, uh. The game that just passed the Denver game. Oh yeah, here we go. We're gonna get into it real shortly. I just want I just want to get your guys' thoughts on being able to go into the bye week at three and three. Consider. I mean, that'd be great. I mean, it would be great. It would be great for the fans. It'd be great for the team. The confidence would be high. Uh, would love for us to be to to you know get off the Schneid and finally beat the Eagles. Uh, oh, you know, it would be so great. I mean, Eagles fans are, are being annoying already. Uh, just you know, Thanks. but maybe it's good. Maybe them coming in at five and zero. Oh, Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe maybe they're looking past us, and maybe we can use that to our advantage. 
I Who mean, knows? they but are going into the bye week three three would be fantastic, dude. They are a team begging to be beat. They are. They yeah. are absolutely begging to be beat. They should have lost to the Commanders. Oh yeah. They should have lost potentially to the Rams. There's a lot of opportunities this year that the Ram or pardon me that the Eagles should have lost. And recently this week, even though the score didn't look like it, the Rams had chances. Yeah. You know, with Cooper Cup being back and all those situations. Yeah. To me, as an outsider, three and three, best case scenario after Absolutely. after Aaron Rodgers goes down four plays into the season. Yeah. I think even if this week is another loss to the Eagles, and hopefully it is a trap game. We talk about those all the time. It's a trap game. It was almost a trap game for the Chiefs when they came to Sunday Night Football a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. it's one of those situations again. Hopefully the penalties go your way. But <laughs> coming out of the break, this is where I think you the Jets have an opportunity, regardless of the Eagle result. You come out against the Giants. Then you stay at home against the Chargers, who are un, more unpredictable than the Jets. Mm-hmm. Then you're on the road at the vacuum cleaner Roomba and taking on the Raiders. Oh, yeah. Who looked awful against the Packers and still won. So let's say you go on a three-game win streak or take two out of the three. That's still five and five through ten games. Yeah. That still keeps you in a very good position moving forward because New England is far behind. In a weakened weakened AFC that it seems this year. Yes. I mean, who's really dominant outside of Miami and Kansas City right now? Buffalo, eh, they ish. they just took a major hit on the defensive side of the ball. You know, so they, they're not really that scary. The AFC North and the AFC South are exactly the same. Th- two teams, three and two. The other two teams, two and three. So it's like a 50-50 split. You, remember, later in the year, you have that final game against the Patriots. That'll be redemption, hopefully, with as bad as the Patriots look. Yeah. So those four games right there, if you take three out of four, you're six and five, essentially. If you lose to the Eagles, six and five battling the rest of the way, a game above 500 is better than the, and any alternative that's under 500 at this point right yep. now. Wouldn't you say? Yep. Yeah. So we're going to go ahead and move on to this Denver game. And I just want to get this out of the way. Cause like, I think Brandon knows where I'm going for the second straight year in the same Freaking building, we lose our literally one of our best offensive linemen in Elijah Bear Tucker. Our best one, our best, our best one for the dude. I swear to God, dude. Now, as long as long as he's on this team, anytime I see Denver on the schedule, I'm like, no, or at least at least in Denver, I'm like, nope. You need a sick day. <laughs> uh, yep. Yep, I yeah, don't ever leave, want to see him, him play home. Denver again. That leave I mean, him home. Yeah, and I'll say this, and that's the one thing the Jets do not have, as far as I'm concerned, like they do on the defensive side of the ball, like that, like they, like the D line depth that we have. We don't got that on the offensive line. I mean, it's a major fall off from what we have starting on the starting five compared to what's behind these guys. And I think this offseason needs to be a statement offseason where we focus on this fucking offensive line, man, because I am getting irritated with this offensive line bullcrap. It is the same thing year in, year out. Guy goes down. We ain't got much behind him to back him up. 
And it's a yeah. question mark. And it's and it's just one of those question marks week in, week out, week in, week out. And and it's it's and I'm gonna be and I'm gonna be real and I'm gonna pass this on to Brandon to get his thoughts on on what I'm about to say. But I think it's the biggest black eye on Joe Douglas's tenure here is the fact that this guy's he's supposed to be an O line guy, and it's the one damn thing that he seem, can't seem to sure up like they did on the defensive side of the ball. What do you think, man? Am I just tripping? No, no. Uh, I just remember, you know, when we when Joe D first came over, uh, he said that, uh, you know, one of his major things was going to be to fix the O-line. And, you know, he hasn't. Like, I, I love Joe Douglas. I think he's been a great GM for us. I think he's, you know, done a lot of good things. Sure. Uh, but I did not love, I, I did not like, I don't want to say love, I did not like the Makai Becton pick at all. I felt it was a bit of a reach. I hated that pick because he was often injured yeah. in college. He was too big. Yeah, he's a big dude. You know, and it's I mean, he just had like, to lose a lot of weight. A yeah, lot. like it's like he had to reinvent himself yeah. for the NFL in order to in order to just play. And then what do we see in Denver? Dude was down three or four times in the game. He had to take him out. They saying that knee that knee issue might linger his whole career. Yeah, like I'm like, what is going on? And then you got guys like I think he hit. I think he hit on Tipman. I think Tipman. Tipman, man, Tipman is nice. He's gonna be yeah, really good. Agree. Uh, Max Mitchell. Yeah, he's not you know, horrible. Um, not horrible, but you know he hit on ABT. But you know ABT for the second year in a row is gone. You know, I and I've say- heard some people. I will Good. say, luckily, it, at least it at least it was a different injury and not the same one. You know, we could at least say that. But it's almost as if do do we label him injury prone at this point? Uh, I mean, back, some back some, to back some, season season year season. I mean, he wasn't injuries. injured in college. That's the thing. No, at USC, he was healthy. No, he all was the healthy. Time. He was healthy, but I then just, you you. I just think you, it's you, bad luck in Denver. I think him. I just think he just. He has a hard time up there. I just we can't we can't is. blame the turf. Can't blame the turf. No, you can't blame him switching positions because no. it really didn't have anything to do with it. No, you know, so you you just wonder, you just wonder if if this is going to be something that he has to, you, you know, you can't keep coming back from year or season-ending injuries. Yeah, how do you get better? Right, because you're constantly working yourself back right. just to get to where you were. Right or 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 to get to close to where you were, so now he's got to do that for a second year in a row, work himself back to try to get to back where he was, and he wasn't where he he wasn't where he was before he got hurt last year, mm-hmm. not yet. One step forward, two step back, man. Yeah, so and that's so, that's hard. Yeah, it's hard. So you know, I'm with you. I'm with you, Randy. We have to pull out all the stops this off season and. Fix that O line. That should be not. I don't want to hear us pick it up another defensive lineman. Right. I do not want to see it. Right. Thank you. Well, I have we, a question for the both of you, uh-huh. Brandon. I'll let you finish, but I, I have a question. When when I'm done. Okay. You guys talk about how the Jets have a phenomenal D line, and there's depth at the D line. Oh yeah. With the struggles with the offensive line right now, and with Vera Tucker out the rest of the season, something like oh four weeks or whatever. The writing's on the wall. Would it be far out of the realm of possibility 
to take a depth D-line piece and switch him over to O-line. I know mid-season that's a tough ass. Yeah, that's my problem. But is there an – you think there should be an opportunity if, again, win three of four, you get back in this wild card race, that you could take a maybe not your starting D-line or maybe the top backup options, but somewhere down the depth chart, switch a guy to O-line, give him a couple weeks in practice, and – just even try, even if it doesn't work, uh, use that as an attempt. I don't. Even Has know. that ever happened? I don't. Does, I mean, does Robert Sala want to be the first? Does Douglas want to be the first uh, to try something new and be innovative? Yeah, dude. I, to I'll be, be honest, honest with you, I don't think I that's ever going to happen. I'm not a fan of the idea, and I can't. <laughs> it's a huge ass. It'd be a huge ass. I can't imagine what the Jet fans would say if they tried that shit. I don't or even know who the they media. would use. Al Woods. Media. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, I, it's, it's an outside of the box, you yeah. know, thought. It seems I, I just don't think that's more, in my opinion, that's more, that's more what you see maybe in college or yeah, high school yeah. or something okay. like that. Not so much the pros. You kind of want to pencil pencil those people in in their yeah. prospective positions and kind of leave them there, unless yeah. you're like unless you're like a hybrid safety that can play linebacker sometimes. Right. Yeah. Like, like but you're Chuck, staying Clark on the same side of us, the ball. But yeah. you're staying on the same side of the ball. Right. Yeah, you know, out of the box thing can never hurt anybody. <laughs> but hey, if the Jets want to try it, I mean, if know? we were like, I don't know, yeah. if it was like week fourteen, and we, I mean, we were just completely like, you dismantled, know, dismantled. On the line. What the hell? Yeah. Why not? Who I knows? Mean, throw Al Woods. Throw yeah, Al Woods at center. Come on in. Throw, throw Quentin Jefferson at left guard. How you been? <laughs> hey, you never know. The free agent market could heat up for the Jets if they're looking for a free agent offensive lineman. Oh, well, they are. They are. Uh, they just they they um they worked out Leal Collins today. Uh, so we'll see what happens with that. I know he's supposed yep. to go visit the Giants right after us, but no. you know we'll see what happens. I know Joe D's looking for another another tackle or another guard. All the depth. It doesn't hurt, man. It doesn't hurt. But speaking of offensive line, and since we've already mentioned him, Makai Becton, I do want to give him some props for this week. Makai Becton was one one of only three offensive tackles in the NFL in week five to finish with a PFF grade above 80 in both pass blocking and run blocking. Um, I don't know why it says above 80, and then it says he was given a 77.9 overall grade. That makes no sense to me. but it's on a bell, It's on a bell curve. That's, but you know, I mean, he needs to cut down some penalties, man. But the kid can play. But it's like Brandon said, he's got to stay healthy. Mm-hmm. He's got more for he got the most penalties on the offensive line. He did, he did, and that's he has the most this season so far. You got to clean on that the offensive up. line. Got to clean that up. Yeah, I mean, and that's just you know that's discipline, right? That's discipline. Absolutely. That's that that's on coaching. Yeah, and, and so. You know he he has to you know get his head in the game and he's just I I, I don't know man I, I I'm not a I'm not a Beckton guy so I just don't I don't know how long he's gonna be a Jet I, I just I'm with you I I really I don't know to be honest with you I don't see him getting that fifth year option they didn't exercise it so yeah I mean they okay, yeah so, so yeah, I don't I, think they're yeah, going to yeah I mean no. I think they I'm gonna be real with you I think the Jets see what you see brother I really do. I think ultimately they're seeing it. They're just not. They're not going to come out and say it. Obviously, you know. You know he had the he had the amazing start. You know he was mashing guys, and then he got hurt. Yep. Yep. And he he hasn't been able to do it again. Absolutely. So I don't know. Right. But 
on a more positive note, Zach Wilson. Now, his best day? No. Worst day? Hell no. But again, over 70% completion percentage, man. That's what I'm talking about. 19 for 26, a buck 99 in the air. I mean, I'll say this. Do I think Zach Wilson is a starter in this league? Do I think he's turning into a very, very capable backup? Hell yes. And I will give the coaching staff credit. I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty, but you can look back and think, okay, this offense was completely tailored for Aaron Rodgers. Now, four snaps in, now they got to completely overhaul this offense to cater it to Zach Wilson. Two different players. You can't you can't have Zach Wilson go out there and run the Aaron Rodgers plays. You got to cater to what Zach Wilson can do. And so it it seemed like it took a little while to get there. But going but with Kansas City coming into town, man, it just seemed like the light went off. And he and I he had a I thought he had a good game this week. I mean, the best game, no. But by Zach by Zach Wilson standards, a pretty damn good game. He had the one turnover. Little boneheadish. I'll get, I will say that. Um, it was just, but it was a great play. I think it was Sertan that made that play. But yeah, Patrick Sertan. Yeah, yeah. It was just a phenomenal play. I got like Revis two thousand nine divisional round Chargers game vibes from that interception, dude. Oh, I'm like, yeah. oh damn. It was a it was a heck of a play on the ball. But yeah, by Patrick Sertan. Yeah, not, not the greatest. Of he intercepted throws. it between his legs. I mean, yeah. what are you gonna do? Yeah. Yeah. That's those oh. are the situations where you right. just gotta be like, okay, you right. deserve it. So I'm not gonna beat Zach Wilson over the head for that one because again, I thought he played a, a, a great game. What do you guys think? I mean, Zach Wilson continues to improve 70 percent completion percentage, not turning the ball over at a lot, you know, like he was. And when they let him open it up, I mean, you saw that almost damn near 50 yard bomb to Garrett Wilson. Could have had another one if he didn't hold on to it too long but what do you think uh brandon i mean what did you like so, what you saw? I, I rate you know I, I thought it was an okay performance by zach and uh you know and i and i rated it kind of like in the three tier good the bad and, and kind of the ugly uh aspect to his game so the good obviously um back-to-back weeks 70 percent comes he had a 73.1 completion percentage. 73.1, yes, sir. Uh, so it's back-to-back. The first time he's ever done that in his career. Yep. He has been typically around 50 and 55% completion percentage. Yep. So, you know, that is far and away uh, improvement on his end. And then what what was uh, I thought was really telling is that 7.7 uh, yards per attempt. So when you think about that, that means he's getting the ball down the field mm-hmm. uh, a little bit more yep. at a higher clip than what he used to. Because before that, it was more, it was the uh, lower than five. It was around three, three point five, mm-hmm. four yards per attempt, something like yep. that. Just but he's getting it up, and it's slowly, yeah, and it's slowly creeping up. And then, in, in addition to that, the, there there are two throws that I thought were fantastic that he made. It was the one play action to Garrett Wilson that you mentioned, 30, yeah, 38 yards. I mean, just just a dart Beautiful. to him. And then that big boy throw to to Conklin. 
oh, down yeah. the seam yeah. on the third on third down. Um, and what and you know, I don't know if you watched uh Conklin's um postgame uh, presser after that uh, talking about that specific play because mm-hmm. that kept that drive alive and ultimately, you know, scoring. That was a um play. but uh Zach made a check at the offensive line at the line, at the line of scrimmage. Mm-hmm. He made a check at the offensive line, saw the defense, read the defense, changed the play, and was able to convert. On that third down. That's, that's confidence improvement. right there. That's confidence. Right? That's confidence, right? So kind of the bad to me where he has to take care of the ball. He fumbled Absolutely. the ball three, two, two times, mm-hmm. two or three times. He fumbled the ball. And thankfully, we were able to recover the fumble. Yeah. But again, you got to protect the ball. I mean, Aaron Rodgers said it today. Protecting if you it, during uh, Pat McAfee's show. Uh, if you can, if you can protect the football or take care of the football, you know that means you can play in this league. Yep, that's how you get paid. That's how you get longevity. That's how you get more, Absolutely. more, you know, more gigs. So you got to take care of the football. And then again, that and the ugly for me was that pick because honestly, when I'm watching the play, it probably should have been. It was a great play on Patrick Sertan, mm-hmm. but would it have still been picked if it was kind of a back shoulder? No, bro. No, you know, I was thinking he that probably should have been a back shoulder throw. Yeah, but you know that's just nitpicking. But even, all even he, if you had to lead Garrett out of bounds, it would have been a first down. It would have been, a, you know, what I'm saying, yeah. 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 So it's just like a, a back shoulder throw probably was the play on that one, or should have been the throw on that play, as opposed to putting it in an impossible, an impossible spot for Garrett to catch it. Right, and and of course, Patrick Sertan being one of the best young corners in the league. Yep. You know, he just made a play on that. Nothing you can do about that. But I will actually you know, add oh, on to your ugly. Yeah. The throw, the throw where he where he basically I mean, it's a decent throw, but he it's it's more of a lob and he basically leaves Garrett out of bounds for basically oh, yeah. nothing. Like when he hits the 40, you should have wide a, open. You should have thrown a frozen rope to his ass in strike. He was like wide the, open like on, the he play was against, wide open. Like the play yeah. they did Brees Hall last year, I think it was against the Bears, where they hit him in stride. It's just like Boom, and he was just—he was off. It was a touchdown. Yeah. If he would have hit Garrett Wilson in stride instead of just lobbing it up and have him go chase it, that, that was six. The other that was six, dude. Yeah. Because he would. I Patrick, thought... Patrick Sertan wasn't even looking. He would. He would. He would have passed him. There was hardly any safety help. All he had to go like he would just had to cut inside, and he would have been gone, dude. That's but where was Zach. Just, it was... That's where Zach Wilson just has to know more about Garrett Wilson. Absolutely. Garrett Wilson can do anything. Right. At this He's point. always open. He's always open. always open. Hit him in chase. stride. Who, who who always says I'm always open? Jamar Chase. Yeah, well, Garrett oh, well, Devontae open Adams too. too. <laughs> <laughs> so, but 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 you know, I, I want to say that I, I felt like Zach looked better in the Chiefs game. He did. He looked better in the Chiefs game, and, I, and and this game was so weird because the Broncos, the worst defense or second to worst defense in the league, and and. Zach didn't look like he did against the Chiefs, so it's just kind of weird. Yeah, like three I, sacks in the first. I don't quarter. know how to. Yeah, I'm just like, I, it's it's hard for me to assess this, and because I'm just like, why why did he look good against a better defense, but not the same against one of the worst defenses? In, it just it it doesn't make any sense. I think me. it was coaching. I think they I think they held him back a little bit because there was some there was times I'm like, oh my god, this this is looking like weeks one through three. This doesn't look like the week four, Zach. And then they, and then they would, 
There's the play to Conklin. There's the play to Garrett Wilson. Uh, I'm like, there, there's oh, the that, rope, the rope that's to Lazar. That's what I'm talking about. Yes. You, you threw a rope to Lazar. I go, that was nice. that's what yeah. we need to be calling. I, and I said, I go, I want, I go, when you have a day like Brees, and we're going to get into this boy next. When you yeah. have a day like Brees Hall had, and you and you've seen what Zach Wilson can do, open it the hell up, dude. Stop yeah. with all this conservative bull crap. And 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 we'll get it. And that's, we'll get you know what that it. is. You know what the con- the conservative call is. What's that's that? somebody on the coaching staff. <clears throat> excuse me. Analytics. Mm. Analytics are saying, "Oh, it's second and four instead of doing the frozen rope, doing the things that are yeah. working. Be conservative. Do this. Lead the way." analytics is where in multiple sports gets a little bit in the way you got to go with your instincts and eye tests but overall if I look at Zach Wilson's line 19 for 26 199 yards and the 73.1 percent completion rate if I look at that numbers only nobody else's and I just see the final score and compare the two Mm -hmm. I'm saying myself a completion percent means more than yards passed when it comes to Zach Wilson right but as Randy mentioned, we're going to get into it, and it's a perfect segue. If I look, they win by 10. He only threw for 199. He had a relatively clean game. They must have opened up the running game finally and relieved pressure off Zach Wilson. It only took five-plus weeks, <laughs> but Brees Hall goes beast mode. Oh, yeah. 22 he carries, is, is 177 yards, eight yards per carry. Mm-hmm. And that's like Randy a first down every time he touches it. That's that's difference maker quality. And with Denver, absolutely, with Denver is the team where you needed to do this. This was the game, regardless if they were undefeated or hadn't won a game yet this year. Mm-hmm. Brees had to run the ball in this game with Denver's awful run defense. Yep. And you did what you had to do. So when you have that balance to Zach Wilson's so-so game, of course, I don't want to say of course the Jets are going to win, but the odds go extremely higher when Brees Hall or Dalvin Cook run the ball as effectively as, as they do in this game. Absolutely. What do you what yeah. you want to talk about? You want to throw your thoughts on Brees, brother? Who me or Brandon? Brandon. Oh, I'm sorry, Brandon. Oh, oh Brandon. Oh, oh. <laughs> my bad. My bad. Hey, hey Brees, I'm not going to complain about. It. He, he was. You know what? I'll say my final thing. He was very Christian McCaffrey esque. He took mm. over those yardage of Christian McCaffrey this week. So good for Breeze. <laughs> um, you know, I love Breeze Hall. A buck I, seventy-seven, I, you know, dude. Yeah, I, I love Breeze Hall. <laughs> he he is just He's so special. I, I have a special place in my heart for for uh for running backs because Curtis Martin is my favorite all time uh, Jet of all time. Yep, amen. And and watching Breeze run. I mean, just the, just the smoothness and the quickness and how fast he is. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's beautiful. It's beautiful to see. Uh, he sets the tone. Oh, absolutely. Give the ball to your best players. You, not very many teams have a guy that can put, you know, basically just put your team on your back and, and, and change the game. Mm-hmm. He was the difference maker. He is a difference maker. And he was in that game. We needed that score so bad. Oh, absolutely. Because before that, we were down 13-8. And this this isn't going to be a knock to the Jets, and this could be a a, a big statement or, or, you know, put the bell on because this might be a weird statement. But I think in this Jets offense, Brees Hall can be more of a difference maker than Garrett Wilson because 
when you have Brees Hall doing this type of work, it expands the offense. Mm -hmm. We know Garrett Wilson's open. We know Garrett Wilson's capabilities. The one hindrance to Garrett Wilson is he's dependent on the quarterback getting him the ball. And that that can go for every wide receiver in football. That's just the nature of the position. But when you hand off the ball to Brees Hall, and yes, you have to depend on the offensive line creating the gaps. Mm -hmm. But even if there's no gaps, I'm content with Brees Hall's talent and execution that he can create his own, you know, gaps and positive yardage situations. So I think for Jets offense right now with where we are with Zach Wilson and no Aaron Rodgers and they're, you know, being a game under 500 and everything that's going on this year, unlocking the potential and execution level of Brees Hall is more important to this team than the execution level of Garrett Wilson. Cause I, ex- we all expect, Six, you know, six receptions, 90 yards and a touchdown minimum for Garrett Wilson every sure. week, like something along those lines. So I would put more on Brees Hall than Garrett Wilson, just because there has been inconsistency with Brees Hall. And I think that's from play calling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, absolutely. Because he's always if you look at the tape, Garrett Wilson's always open. Always. Yes. Always. Even with Patrick Sertan guarding him. Yep. He was open. So I mean, yeah, so that's a great point, Dom. Great point. Separation. Yeah. I love it. I will say this: as good as a, as a good as an offensive showing as Brees Hall showed overall, and I, and then this just isn't this just isn't on the offense. This is defense too. We gotta start starting these. We gotta start these games a lot faster, man. Like you, three. L- luckily, they. Botched the punt, got we got the turnover, but it was a three and out. And the I believe the and the D weren't we down like seven zero seven three at one point? Uh I mean, it was a awesome. weird score. It was oh, like like eight to five. No, or like, eight to five. Yeah, there you like, go. Yeah. It was it was a yeah. baseball eight, score. Yeah, yeah, right, baseball the score then, yeah. Like again, playing from behind. Like you gotta stop making the offense press and play from behind it's getting old man and and i said and i said it i i don't know where i said it i don't know if i don't know if i said it in my post game wrap up after the game but you keep playing from behind if if this was a good team with a good like if this was a team like we'd played in the first four weeks we'd have lost that game if you played the 49ers you would have been put to bed at halftime oh i'm just saying like if we would have played it's... any like any team that was I mean, outside of the Patriots, that was that was worth the debt because that first, like our first six weeks, you know, we all looked at it. It was like, okay, that's that's a tough start. So if we would have played teams like we played in the first four weeks, minus the Patriots, we'd have lost this game because you can't keep allowing teams to score and get ahead, and then you're constantly playing from behind. I mean, it's almost as if, like Randy, it's almost as if. They 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 put a game plan together, mm-hmm. and it's the wrong game plan. Yeah, and then they have to, and then Adjust. they have to make adjustments. Yep, right, because that's the same thing that happened against Denver. Mm-hmm. You know, you you allow an undrafted rookie to torch us in the first two drives. Yeah, that was. I'm like, I'm like, what is going? On? And then you don't hear from him for the rest of the game. Got his mama all over the screen. We're trying to yeah. score points. Then you don't hear from him for the rest of the game because we made adjustments. Yeah. I'm like. I'm like, Ulbrich, what what was your game plan? What is your game plan coming in? Are you looking at tape? Like, why is this defense always starting off slow? Yep. You know, but we want to love the stat that, you know, they haven't scored a second half touchdown, yada, yada. 
Yeah, but we did this week. We allowed Denver to run to, to go up the field on us in the fourth quarter and score. Yep. It's just weird. But you know, whatever. I mean, this defense, I got the stat <laughs> right here. Average points given up per quarter. First quarter, seven, seven point four. Second yeah. quarter, seven point four. Third quarter, after we've made those adjustments, that's when we settled down. One point eight. Yeah. And then and then in the fourth quarter, you know, we I know I think Rex Ryan comes in the building and we start playing some prevent defense or some bullshit. But then we start, <laughs> we give up four point four. I think it's I, I really think based on great numbers right there with, with the quarter breakdowns, I think first half, it's a mixture of playing a little bit scared. Yeah. And also let's try one of everything on the platter and see what sticks on the wall. And then in the second half, whatever stuck will keep and the rest that goes. That's terrible. Yeah. That's terrible. It, it's not the right game. That's not the right. This is not you want to do that in high school? Great. Right. You want to do that in college when it's Alabama against UNC, Middle State, or those deep, like, wannabe, stupid week, one week, two matchups? Great. Go do that. <laughs> yep. In the NFL, you can't waste any opportunity. It's a game of momentum. Absolutely. If you allow the – if like Randy said, like both of you said, if this was any other team, if this was the Dolphins, a divisional matchup, Tyreek <laughs> Tyreek potentially torching you. Raheem Mostert could be running. You name the team outside of the few lonely ones in the league, you might be down two to three touchdowns at halftime with that mindset from the defensive side of things. And Saul is a defensive guy, so that's a little Jekyll and Hyde for me. When he was a Niner, it was all gas, no break. So it it is a different mindset, and especially with the defense you guys have at your disposal – Got to establish our dominance early. It is, it is weird a little bit, but again, maybe it was Sean Payton the 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 chip on the shoulder game. Let's not show him all the cards at first. Like if it if that uh, is the case, I wouldn't go with that approach. That you're, I wouldn't you're, either. I you're te- you're teetering on danger. Teetering. 60, 64 first half points this year, only thirty one in the second half. Like that's what I'm saying. Start establishing your dominance. We were, we were talking, oh, we're going to be historic in the offseason. Oh, we're going to be the 2000 Baltimore Ravens, 85, well, 85 Bears. Bears. Well, let me tell yeah. you, the 2000 Ravens, the 85 Bears, they give it up 64 fucking points in the first quarter. They yeah. might give up 31 points the whole damn game. The whole fucking Neither. season, I mean. Yeah. So, I, you know. You ain't backing up no talk right now because, I mean, 64 points, like, teams know they can come out and score on you. Yeah. But but this defense has the ability from the second half, so you have that on tape. So there's no excuse why it can't happen for the first half. The pieces are there. It's not like you, you have the worst defense in the league and these numbers are for the worst defense in the league. No. You're a I think right now, what, still rated a top 10 defense in the NFL at this moment right now? Mm-hmm. So. With that, at again, at your disposal, this should be something that should be easily able to clean up. That should Absolutely. not take that much time. Absolutely. And speaking of cleanup, I actually got a couple of things right here. <laughs> and I know Brandon's going to want to touch on some of this. Especially first before the of Eagles. All, first of all, nine for 71 penalties. Clean it up. Well, that, 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 that rough in the passer call when, oh. when 
Russell Wilson was slid at the last minute. Yeah. Like, how do you like, That's how ju- do you call judgment call? That's another one of those cheatery jump judgment calls where you you it, what is a player supposed to be an out of body experience and levitate yeah. off somebody? It's momentum, dude. It's momentum. If, if you if you have a in, in these the quarterback slide, this is just that item up for grabs here. When the quarterback runs, takes off, and before a defender is even attempting to fall, and he's already in the baseball sliding position, if he hits the quarterback, it should be fine, with the exception of any, you know, the helmet the, to helmet, the, the you know the forcible helmet sure. to helmet contact sure. or anything egregious like spearing yeah spearing if it's incidental contact where he's trying to jump over the guy and his leg accidentally hits the shoulder and it yeah the the quarterback's all lebron james oh my god oh my god (laughs) torn arm like if you have something like that like right if it's if it's egregious enough where you knock somebody out throw the flag i get it but incidental contact where it's a bump and a bruise and it's not to the face neck area there's got to be some leeway in those situations. Yeah. Yeah. I never not understood just, that crap. It's not just the Jets. I've seen it in other games. You've sure. got to have some – but, again, if it was Patrick Mahomes, if it's Russell Wilson, we'll throw the flag. If it's Josh Allen, we'll throw the flag. If I it's bet Zach Wilson, you ain't getting no flag. And, and I we, bet you if it's Brock Purdy, that. if it's Brock Purdy, you're probably not getting that quite yet. Not yet. Not yeah. quite. Joe Benigo said something today about that. He said the Jets haven't had a rough in the passer call since Richard Todd. <laughs> but no, seriously, two fucking years. Two years. Last one we got was in 2021. Come on, man. Let's that's it. Dude, I'm not even lying, dude. If I was anybody that, that was worth the crap and I looked at that stat, I'd be like, that seems like that's got to be fucking impossible. This is where the conspiracy theories come out again. Mm-hmm. Look at around the league this week. There were some serious questionable calls that are like, I was watching the Chiefs-Vikings game. Oh, oh my God. I and told like, you guys. I told you guys. And there's some calls that are going the Chiefs way, and I'm like. You see the one they picked up the flag? Yeah. yeah. Dude, like, the dude took his hat off in the end zone. That's unsportsmanlike conduct. That's, ten, that's what, like that's the Vikings, yards. The Vikings, like, they were not even worried about the the should have been passing or hold, it should have been holding, not passing. Oh, big time holding. The dude. head coach, he literally mouthed the words, you know, fuck the hold. He took off his help. Like, he didn't even care about the holding penalty. Dude, I said Con- it after the Jets. Conspiracy theory. I told you guys, I said it after the Jets-Chiefs game that going forward, every team's going to have to deal with that shit. The, they, the, dude, they are the, they are the Patriots. of They're, they're the modern-day Patriots. They are the darlings of the NFL. They love yeah. Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Hey, Kelsey got bunked out of the second quarter with a paired foot injury, and Social media said it was Taylor Taylor Swift's fault for not being at the game and kissing his boo-boos. Uh, no, we're not doing Taylor Kansas Swift. City Swifties. The Kansas City Swifties. Speaking of getting bunked out, now I said some things need to be cleaned up and penalties for sure. Now, to finish up on penalties, and Brandon, you can attest that I'm sure you can agree to this. Clearly, we're not going to get all the – we're not going to get a bunch of the calls. Clearly. We can't be spotting teams field position. Clean it up. The other thing I want to see cleaned up is the gold zone. Oh for five, dude. Oh for five. You couldn't give me two touchdowns. That's what I'm saying when I when I say quit playing conservative with Zach Wilson. His, Open it up. Go yeah. Ahead. So so I think on that one drive, 
that one drive where we ran the ball down their throats all the way up the field. Mm-hmm. Where is the play action? Exactly. That's the four, That's half of the 49ers playbook right now, play action. Hello? That's what I mean. That's Zach what I'm is at like... his best when he's throwing play action. When he can play action, roll out. Thank you. He is at his best. Why? Why got would the you running... do three three runs in the in the red zone? Right. Yeah. Like I, I don't understand that they they were expecting it. So as a result, you know the the different the defense stiffens up in the yep. end zone or in the red zone. Yep. So do something. They, yep. The running game was working. And that's that is prime for, for play action. Yeah, I'm I don't gonna, get it. I don't get it. I, I'm I gonna mean, give a, I'm gonna give a little. They weren't profit. stacking the box anymore with with no. Brees doing what he was doing. I mean, you no. saw that on those on those plays to Conklin, the throw to freaking Garrett Wilson, the the frozen rope to Alan Lazard, even even the play to freaking Garrett Wilson that gets freaking intercepted. Oh. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna give some props to Zach Wilson for a second. Go ahead. And and this is on a contingency plan. If the Jets, and I again, this is going to sound homerism because I'm going to mention my Niners. If you open the playbook a little bit, establish the run game, add a little play action rollout pass game, mm-hmm. with the talent that Zach Wilson has, he has arm strength, he has the intangibles of what could be. He can make a- every throw. A consistent quarterback in the NFL. Mm-hmm. If you if you did certain intangibles as a coaching staff to favor him, he could be very similar success wise to Brock Purdy. Mm-hmm. Brock Purdy runs through the progressions. He has an established run game that opens up the passing game. You see the play action rollout, which creates movement on the field. You find your open guy and you dink and dunk it in. You're not trying – you can't give Zach Wilson – this is what's going to make him more of a backup in this league. Stay in the pocket, drop back, hail it out. Yes, Garrett Wilson's open, but you can't do that 10, 15, 17 out of 26 attempts yeah. or drop back 15-yard deep bombs. you got to go for those intermittent routes, but you have to scheme it with a little play action yeah. rollout. And Wilson's got legs, too. It's not like he's oh, for crippled sure. and he Didn't has he have to like stay in the box. 30-some yards rushing? On yeah. He's got, like 36 he's got yards. wheels. Yeah. He's got so wheels. there could be some similarities to his game to Brock Purdy's game if the Jets open up the playbook and scheme things just a little bit differently. I could see it. And I'm not trying to, again, not trying to be homerism, but there's similarities that could happen, truthfully. I mean, like I said, I don't think he's a starting quarterback in this league, but, I mean, open the playbook up. Play to his strength. I mean, we saw it against the Chiefs. That's why I said, don't go back. Keep going forward. Do more of that. And they barely sprinkled a little of it in in the Broncos game. I'm like, dude, five trips in the red zone. We should at least had 14 points, dude. At least 14 points. Like, But I will say this. While it wasn't the greatest, they at least made their halftime adjustments and looked a lot better in the second half. I'll, I'll give them that. Yeah. But um, and I, I think Brandon's gonna get real excited what I'm about to touch on right now. Who was that guy you said? you said Fred Warner in San Francisco, my brother? Yep, Fred okay. Warner, middle linebacker. 
Well, we got us a cat over here in New York named Bryce Huff. This bad motherfucker. All right. He played 44% of the snaps this week. He got an increased role. That, he got a 5% increase in snaps this week. He had eight pressures. That's plus two from last week. He had a sack. That's plus one from last week. He 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 uh he matched his his number in, in uh quarterback hits this week, and that was two. 40% pressure rate this week. That's 1% up from last week. And he leads all defensive players with a 29.9 pressure rate. Huff, <clears throat> excuse me, Huff needs to continue seeing more increased playing time, man. Like, Brandon, what do you think? You're like, oh, absolutely. <laughs> I am he in is, love with me some Bryce Huff, baby. He is a game wrecker. Ooh. He is a game wrecker, and he's proving it. He's proving it time in and time out. You know, I, I'm hoping we, you know, we do him a service and and extend him. Give give that man the contract for real, because he's playing on a one year deal. Oh yeah, uh, with lock us. him up. Lock him up. Lock, lock him, him up because he is he is proven to be a game record. As soon as, those numbers you mentioned, they don't lie. No, look at the tape. Absolutely. You know, look at the you know the, the visuals. Just look at how he comes in and a line offensive lineman can't do anything with him. No. No answer. So yeah, man, I'm a hundred percent with you. I mean, <laughs> to be honest with you, I say this cat's a couple of weeks from being a full time starter. That's just me. I mean, I I don't know who's going to see less playing time, but I don't give a damn who it is. <laughs> Bryce Huff needs to be in there all the time because, like you said, he is a game record. Did you want to, did you did you want to input anything, Dominic, on this on Bryce? Yeah, stuff? I'll make it short and sweet. Sure. It's athleticism, it's drive, it's dominance. The big key for him to see more playing time this upcoming week against that Eagles offensive line. Yep. If he can do what he's been doing, even if it's a little bit of a tail off because the Eagles O line is very good. If he still brings the pressure and does what he has been doing to a certain level this week against this Eagles all line, there is no doubt in my mind that he should not, after the bye week, do more work and be in that starting line. Because you know he'll take out the Giants O line. Oh, no doubt. yeah. The Chargers O line, you could get to Justin Herbert. Oh, yeah. And then after that, whoever, the Raiders, you could get to Jimmy Garoppolo. Peter Lemire's back, baby. There, there's absolutely no. Cut him loose. Cut him loose this week. This is a test against the Eagles. Cut him loose. All gas, no breaks. Then you could see the potential that he has when you have some weaker opponents. Fuck yeah. Do it. Absolutely. Hell yeah. And I know every Jet fan, all the Jet fans watching the show right now are saying the same thing. Hell yeah. Cut him loose. I, I mean, In a I, good way. In a good I'm way. absolutely intrigued to see just how much of an increase he gets this week. And, and just how much of an advantage he takes of it. I mean, I have so much faith in that guy. Like, when he's on the field, I'm just, I ain't even worried. I'm like, watch out. Yeah. He is just a stud. I mean, the future of this defensive line, and, and they're young, dude. They mm -hmm. are young. <laughs> they, they have the opportunity, this D-line, in three to four years, maybe a little bit less, depending – again, health uh, is always a, 
a question. Absolutely. To be at the level of the Niners defensive line where it's at right now. Yep. I think st- strength, athleticism, drive, all, all those intangibles, they have that opportunity to be at that level. That's why when I when I when I look and, and we're we're pretty much gonna wrap up the Denver game. I'll let you know, I'll say this and I'll let you guys get any final thoughts on this game, but that's why I really feel like this team is still very much in the playoffs. Division win? Probably not. Probably not. Probably going to go to the Dolphins. And that's not a – I said that right. I said Dolphins. <laughs> Fuck them. But seventh wild card? Why the hell not? We got Brees Hall, dude. We got one of the – we got a top ten defense at least right now. Now, I'm eating a little crow on the defense right now. I said we were going to lead – we were going to be a – the best defense in the league. I said we're gonna lead the league in sacks, and we ain't doing that right now. <laughs> we ain't doing that right now. So I'm eating crow on that, but we got a top ten defense. Probably the best running back. I'm sorry, I'm gonna say I don't give a shit. Who 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 disagrees? I'll say best running back in the league. And if they can if they if they can open it up and and Zach Wilson can continue protecting the football. Give me, give me, I don't know, sixty-five to seventy percent on the completion percentage. I don't see why we can't win enough games to make us to be a wild card team. I really don't. Right? No, you, you know, oh, go ahead, Dominic. Go ahead. No, no, I'm just looking at the standings before I let Brent. Just quick thought on the standings: Jets two and three. They have the same record as the Texans, the Titans, the Raiders, and the Bengals. If all goes well, thank you for that. <laughs> you know, but if all goes well, the Bengals are going to continue to improve. I don't foresee them dropping like a sack of potatoes. It, it, I know it's iffy, but if they get hot, you never know. But above the Jets, Chargers and Browns are two and two, just had a bye. Shaky teams. Yeah. Buffalo is normally better than what they normally are. Baltimore, shaky. Indianapolis lost their quarterback, but Minshew's not bad. Shaky. Jacksonville should be better. Shaky at the moment. Pittsburgh, they're going to drop off. Three and two and first, that's not relevant. And then you have Miami and the Chiefs. So really, if you hop two or three teams and the other, you know, Ravens and the, and the mediocre teams that are good right now are going to drop tail off. Mm-hmm. There's the opportunity. It's a it's a very large wild card race right now between Win the, the AFC games in the, the AFC games. If you yes, can. Well between said. between like, three and two and yep. two and three, there's a huge huge distinction, Brandon. Yeah, man. I mean, I don't have really much else to say. You guys have pretty much nailed it, but that's my point. When, <clears throat> excuse me, win the AFC games. Would we love to win the NFC games? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, uh, the Eagles game is a long shot. We all know that. Sure. Um, um, but but focus on them AFC games, man. We can get those AFC games. We already got what we got two, two, two. two. Yeah, we've got two. Um, mm-hmm. and and divisional games are worth worth two. You know, we got when we beat the Bills. Yep. Um, so just continue to do that, and uh, and I think we will put ourselves right there in the mix. Absolutely. I said to Randy, I think the night that Aaron Rodgers went down, maybe the next day, because you were pretty hot on Monday Night Football. <laughs> you were you were in a little sulkage in there. <laughs> I said when the dust settles and you looked at the schedule and with all everything going on, if the Jets could win nine games. If if it's for a wild card or even just I hate the term but moral victory for this season, if the Jets could get to nine wins, 
knowing Aaron Rodgers went down, would you two say that was successful enough? Absolutely. Hell yeah. Okay. Okay. So Hell you're right. Yeah. And again, outsider perspective, you're you're two and three. You beat the Giants. You beat the Raiders. Beat the Falcons. Beat the Texans. Beat the Browns. Beat the Commanders. Beat the Patriots. Oh look, there's nine wins. Mm, if you seat. can, if, if you can do that, and you can steal maybe one of the Dolphins games, steal the Charger game, which is 50-50. If you can get the Charger game, guess what? You do everything else right, you could be at ten wins, oh. and that should get you a playoff berth. It should, mm-hmm. you know. So nine games, the bare minimum for me of nine games is clearly 100% still in the realm of possibility. As a Niner fan, Jets fans, do not lose hope. No, not at all. The options are still there, and the intangibles are there. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. And I want to – I want before we move on to the next – to the final segment uh, – well, I wouldn't say the final segment, but uh, our picks. I read a comment on – well, X, I guess, as you call it nowadays uh, – I saw a Jet fan say that I'm over Zach Wilson, even after he's played well over the last two weeks. And then he followed that comment up with, I wouldn't even want to win nine games with Zach Wilson. What? First of all, we win nine games with Zach Wilson. I'll be fucking impressed. That's loser mentality. Absolutely loser mentality. That's someone who's trying to get a quarterback in the draft. Mm -hmm. That's that's a tanking comment. Uh. That's a Caleb Williams fan. Yeah, I hate those kind of fans, man. I just like, come on, dude. No. So, anyway. Everybody should be commenting that the Jets were able to hack it this week. No pun intended. (laughs) (laughs) All right. He celebrated that win. Don't tell me he enjoyed walking across that field. As he should have. Excuse me one second, fellas. Absolutely. So, we're going to go ahead, uh, while Brandon's doing his thing, we're going to go ahead and move on to our picks again. Um, I want to go to the record here. Standing so far, first place, yours truly, 48 and 30. We got Dom in second place at 47 and 31. And we got our brother Brandon down there at 46 and 32. It's super close. Horrible week. <clears throat> like I said, let's see here. Both of you guys went nine and five. I went eight and six. It's literally my worst week. Ah. Uh. But some let's be real. Some games, were, like we talked about the early early portion of the show, we were all three of us were guaranteed on Buffalo. We were all guaranteed on the Commanders. Yeah. And at the end of the day, the third game that we were pretty much all in concession on was uh, Packers yeah. Monday Night Football. Those yeah. three games, I think. I who was Randy? Who was your game that you picked that was your biggest disappointment? Honestly, uh, to me, to mine was the Packers' biggest disappointment. I'm trying to look here. Honestly, yeah, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna say the Packers because you guys made a great point about Jacksonville being in London for two weeks and Buffalo not. Yeah, I, I think I'm gonna go with the Packers. That's probably the biggest disappointing loss of the week. Like, I know you want, I know Raiders. you want to. You want to say Arizona? I know you do. I, I uh, but but you knew, <laughs> but you knew Jamar Chase after his comments and Joe Burrow. Uh, this team, the Bengals, are set up. I still to, don't trust them. I, they're untrustable <laughs> at the moment, but they're a team that's built for better. And I think that's where a lot of people, you know, have that love hate relationship right now with the Bengals. 
I'm not going to lie. Like, I don't – Atlanta's another one of those teams I don't fully trust. I really thought the Texans can pull that one out. And they damn near did. I, I think at one point Atlanta was ahead – Oh, I don't know, it was like 17. Atla- Atlanta had a lead. Houston tried making the comeback, but yeah. just Atlanta, Atlanta's scrappy. And when yeah. we get into the picks, that game that they have upcoming this week is going to be an interesting. I think this week, if I had to make a pre-prediction to the predictions, mm-hmm. there's going to be a lot of different picks this week than last week where the three of us were very similar in our picks. I hope so. Let's nice get to him because I got to get to bed. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Let's roll. Let's All right. roll the East Coast boy. We got we got Thursday night, Denver at Kansas City. This is easy. Kansas City. I don't even yeah. need to say anything. Kansas City. Kansas the, City. Don't, they, no explanation. They got the refs. All right. Moving on to Sunday. <laughs> they got the refs. They got the refs. I'm telling you. I, I told you. <laughs> ready, ask, to slid that in, ready to slid that in. Ask, yeah. Min, ask Minnesota. <laughs> All right. Baltimore at Tennessee. Uh I don't tr- – oh, man. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to – I'm going to go got- on a limb here. I'm going to say Tennessee because it's at home. I'm going to say it's close. I'm going to say 17-14 Tennessee. Tennessee is not at home. It's one of the early 6.30 a.m. games. Oh, you're right. Some they're, of the pitch. Why do I keep in, missing that? They are in – Well, it's Tot- technically a home game for them. They are in Tottenham. I think they're in Tottenham. Any chance I think anybody's been there for two weeks? No, of course not. Yeah, no. <laughs> for me – well, Randy, if you want to deliberate on your decision. No, I, I, got, think I'm, I still think I'm going to go with Tennessee. Tennessee? I think – I just think – I I just think they're going to come out and win. I just think they're going to win it. I think I it's think, going to be close, 17-14, so – King King Henry has a game. Yeah. But Lamar Jackson is probably going to be a little bit better. I'm going to I'm taking Baltimore in this game. Okay. Baltimore Brandon. <laughs> We're only in the second pick. I know. I love it. It's going to be a great week. <laughs> Hurry up. You got to go to bed. <laughs> I know. Yeah, but I, dude, I feel you. When I was sitting here looking at these last night, I was the same way. I was like, oh, God, I'm not even out of the – we're game two, and I can't even get past it. Yep. This is, if Baltimore doesn't win this game, I'm not picking them again. <laughs> That's how I feel. That, how you feel about Cincinnati. That's how I feel about Baltimore. Yep, 100%. All right, so I'm the lone wolf on this one. I'm loving it already. Let's go. <laughs> Going undefeated. <laughs> All right, next, we got Washington at Atlanta. Okay. Okay, this isn't a London game. Had to make sure. <laughs> Washington at Atlanta. You know what? Atlanta. Atlanta. Mm. Look, look at this. <laughs> I'm going to go with the birds, man. I know I'm on the Washington bandwagon, but they let me down last week. And when their, you let defense me down... has, their defense has been horrific in the passing game. And even though Desmond Ritter is not a passer – Bijan Robinson, this could be the game where he's like, yeah. it's it's a one-man wrecking crew. You also had a Kyle Pitts sighting. <laughs> yeah, and I'm a petty bitch, too. So when you let oh. me down one time, I'm – right. So I'm going to go with the birds on this one. I th- yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Watch commanders come, come in and blow the door. But look at me. Now I'm having yeah. second thoughts, though, dude. Yeah. There's a lot of second thoughts. Baltimore's a second thought. Atlanta, I have at least three more second thoughts okay. in the rest of the picks. I'm going to go with – so you guys 
Atlanta. You, you guys are Atlanta. I'm gonna stick. Okay, I'm gonna go with Atlanta. I'm gonna stick with my gut on this one. I'm gonna say somewhere along the lines, 24-17, something like that. Okay. All right. Next on a little NFC North action. We got the Vikings at the Bears. Oh my gosh. No Justin this, Jefferson. This is, this is my head scratch or one where it's like <laughs> you just saw the Bears just well two man wrecking crew. I'm gonna go Minnes- with the Bears. I'm going with the Bears too. I'm gonna go with the Bears. Yep. I'm gonna be lone wolf in the uh, golden purple. Vikes. I think Justin Fields has another big week. I'm just saying. Minnesota's defense has been better the last couple of weeks. Not great. Better. They stink. They, 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 both these teams stink. Yeah. Like, I expected the Chiefs not to throw the doors off the Vikings, but I thought Jefferson would be bigger and before the injury. It's not prime time, so Kirk Cousins won't be prime time <laughs> Kirk like he will Fair. be in like he will be in two weeks against the Niners on Monday night. Oh, um, but Chicago at home, that Ooh, could be then. a difference maker. Chicago has no running game right now. They true. have injuries all over the run game. That's true. So I think Minnesota is going to go after DJ Moore and cover him. So you're going to have to ask Darnell Mooney and some other low wide receivers to be, play big in a very close game. I'll be the lone wolf and say Minnesota. Well, think about it like this. They're playing in in Chicago, in Soldier Field. Light, and it's going to be raining. Oh, well. Beautiful. So, and and Minnesota's a a dome team. Yeah, yeah, I got to go with. I just think Justin Fields is going to have another week. Yeah, I think so, so too. That's what I'm basing it off of. It's it's early in the season, and I'm trying to get to first place. Give me Minnesota. So I'm gonna. It's or I can make up some time later. In you can make some time later. I'll make up some time later on bye weeks. But we're gonna, I'm gonna, be, st- we're gonna I'm be talking going about this next week. Man, how about that Minnesota Vikings? <laughs> yeah, and I'll be off. I will eat the crow if I have to. But give me some purple and gold. All right. This. All right. So we got we got Brandon and myself with the Bears and Dominic with the Vikings. All right. Yep. Moving on. It's gonna be easy pick for me. Seattle at Cincinnati. Seattle. Bengals. Bengals. Seattle. Please, please beat Seattle. The Niners fans <laughs> say, please, Joe Burrow, knock out the Seahawks at home. Go Bengals. I think it'll be close. I think we're talking 27-24, but I think I think I think the uh I think the Seagulls pull it out. Uh Bengals for me. Really? Ooh. That's right, Brandon. Let's go. Yes, okay. look, look at his face. All right. Bengals. I hope you guys. I hope you guys regret that decision. You will. You will. It's the fucking Bengals. They're 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 they're. Uh, I got some hair on me. What's going on here? They're uh, they're a little hungover this year. Oh, uh, see, hey, two hundred fifty million dollar man's popping bottles. All you got to do is eat some eat some bird, and you'll be fine. If they were playing in Seattle, I would have picked Seattle. Agree. Eh. <laughs> Cincinnati, the jungle. I'm gonna mock him. You pissed me off. I'm paying. Hey, if, hey, here's a bet. If Cincinnati, <laughs> if Cincinnati pulls off this win, next next episode has to the song opening must be "Welcome to the Jungle." Okay, yes. okay, that's fair. Bitches better not win. <laughs> All right, game of the week for Dominic. San Francisco at Cleveland. I got Cleveland in this one, man. Cleveland, Cleveland all day. I'm just joking. <laughs> No Deshaun Watson, no problem. Niners are healthy, 5-0. and Stay full of the Bay, folks. Let's this go. is easy. I got one for you. San Francisco all the way, 
40 to fucking 10. If, if that. (laughs) How did they score 10? If P.J. Walker starts for the Browns. That's cold, man. Hey, okay, to make this pick. Wait, who's the backup quarterback for the Browns? P.J. Walker. He's playing the XFL or something. The XFL? Yeah. Right now, this is generous. Vegas is giving the 49ers only five and a half points. I saw that. Five and a half. I was like, five and a half. They gave more points to the Cowboy game. Oh, they're gonna they're gonna rig this game. That means Brock Purdy's gonna Miles like Garrett slide before good. touching, making a Miles, touchdown watch. Hey, Miles Garrett is good. Look out for him on defense. Everything else, good. just match up Trent Williams with Miles Garrett. You'll be fine. Yes, yeah, that's, that's not even gonna be close. Go we're now. obviously unanimous there in San Francisco. Wait, you were just kidding, right, Brandon? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm not I had crazy. to make sure. I had I'm to make crazy. sure. I'd be over here like, oh, big Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> oh All God. right. All right. NFL game of the week. Carolina and Miami. Miami. Easy. Come on, dude. No questions asked. Dude, Carolina sucks. And they got a rookie quarterback, so. Yeah. Dolphins. Yeah, easy. And, and it probably won't even be close. They may draft Caleb Williams. Carolina? <laughs> Oh, that would be horrible. Would that be messed up? Oh, man. Ooh. Poor Bryce Young. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Oh, damn. <laughs> all right. Next. Okay. So we're all going to mind me there. Next, Detroit at Tampa Bay. Now, I'm not going to lie. I did I did pause on this one, but ultimately, I'm going with yeah, I did. Detroit. Yeah, Detroit. It's, it's going to be a sneaky matchup, though. I think it might be one of the better games on the Sunday slate. I'm going to agree with Maybe. you on that one. Yeah. And and I'll which I'll, is why I paused on it. Yeah, I'm gonna go a little clean sweep, clean sweep this one, Detroit Lions. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. Next up, a little AFC South action. We got the Colts at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh. Yeah. Another. This, this is a food for thought one because Minshew in at quarterback with the Colts, but. Could this be the reverse jinx for Jacksonville where they're coming back to America, having to reacclimate to a time zone again? And is it the reverse jinx type situation? That's a good point. I got Jacksonville you know on a roll. You know what? And you made that point last week with the Buffalo and the Jacksonville game, and you're making it this week. So you know what? I'm a I'm gonna tap into that and I'm gonna pick the Colts. Minshew Mania. Yeah, as much as I like the Jacksonville Jaguars this year. I like the Colts, dude. The Colts are scrappy team, man. You know, yeah, they're down their starter, but like you said, Gardner Minshew. He hasn't like, played he, horrible. He's yeah, pretty good. He's a very capable backup in this league. One of the best backup quarterbacks in this league. I could agree with that 100%. So I'm going with the Colts on this one, Brandon. What about you? And I'm thinking close game because it's a divisional oh. game. I'm thinking 21-17 Colts. This is a, this is a game of ja- the Jags. Could very well lose. Like, they, like the like, and the, they need uh, it as well. They need this win against a they divisional do. opponent. They do. they do. But this this reminds me of the uh, what game did they lose? Did the Jazz lose to that oh, we are that had our head scratching? That the was Texans. Was it the yeah, Falcons? the Texans. Oh, the Texans. Yeah. Although Texans are pretty Yeah, I'm a, bit, I'm a bit the Jags. I'm okay. a bit the Jags. So I'm the lone wolf on this one. Okay, so see, we have some more lone wolf weeks I'm that could change it. up the standings. That's I'm cool. I'm going, I'm going undefeated. 
<laughs> All right. New Orleans at Houston. Now, do we is Derek Carr healthy? I haven't looked. He's that's, he's that's still playing. Mind. Derek okay. Carr's playing through it. I think as long as Derek Carr like, I like Houston. Like I said, I just got done saying they're a scrappy team. It is a home game. But I like as long as Derek Carr's the quarterback and he's playing, I like New Orleans. I like him close though. I I'm thinking like 24-21, but give me give me the Saints, man. Yeah, I think CJ Stroud throws his first interception this week. Yeah, the Wait, Saints. He hasn't thrown interception yet? No. Nope. He's yes. been clean, very clean. He is, he is so good. I I think it's New Orleans defense is probably one of the better defenses they've faced so far this year. Yeah. Sure. I could yeah. see an interception being made. Kamara's back. Michael Thomas isn't jumping off the page for the Saints, but he's been like Oh, he's blue, steady. He's been he's steady, steady though. Blue collar yeah. worker steady. Yeah. He's working um, himself back in. He's working himself back in. So Saints in a close game, but yeah, Saints. So sweep. Sweep Saints sweep on the Saints. All right. Okay. Now here's a game that I think is gonna be I think it's gonna be boring as fuck. <laughs> and this is my WTF game of the week. And going forward, I'm gonna have that. The Patriots at the Raiders. Oh gosh. I got the Raiders in this one. <laughs> And I think it's going to be a lot closer than people think. I don't think I don't think there's going to be a lot of points scored in this game. I'm thinking somewhere along the lines of like 17-12 or some bullshit like that. Like I just, yeah, like but just the last, put, but give me the, the Raiders. The last time these two teams played, remember it was that wonky walk off pick six for the page. It was like that wild game in Vegas. Yeah, we got to remember too. It's a game of the Bill Belichick family tree, coaching tree. Josh McDaniels, the old offensive coordinator. Jimmy G, the old backup quarterback for the Patriots. There's a lot of within family situations. Um, Vegas defense held on against the Packers. Yeah, and if they can pressure and 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 get Jordan Love into trouble, they should be able to definitely get Mac Jones into trouble. Uh, Mac Jones is for sure playing this week. Mac Jones for sure playing as of right now. So Dude, that, give me. That's why I'm saying. I'm sorry to cut you off. That's no, why Raiders. Why, that's why. That's why fucking the Patriots are a joke right now. Mac Jones keeps getting benched, but yet keeps getting opportunities to start. That's insane. That is insane to me, dude. Oh, oh, the old Billy Belichick over there trying to. The I'm game, just they've had the doors blown off him, dude. The game's passed homeboy up, dude. He needs to. Uh, Bill Belichick needs to go back to his old gray sweatshirt with the hood look and just. <laughs> Look all pissed off in America. The injury report. The injury report for the Patriots is wild. I think you just got guys that just don't want to play. <laughs> I don't blame them. <laughs> they could have the number one pick. They could have Caleb Williams. Oh, don't say that. Don't say that, please. Don't ever. Say I, I know. That. I'm just. But it, no, I think the Patriots are a 500 team. Maybe not. Maybe maybe a little under 500, but. I don't know how many times you can bench a guy and they keep trotting him out there. Like, I can imagine that fan base is like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Like, at this point, you might as well just start Bailey's happy. I think, are we a clean sweep for the Raiders? Yeah. All Raiders? Yeah. That's okay. right. All Man, Raiders. It's just a trash organization right now. Yeah. All right, moving on. I got my Arizona Cardinals at the Los Angeles Rams. Your Arizona this is, Cardinals. This is easy. Come on. My, my Cardinals are going down this week. 
<laughs> and it ain't even gonna be close, dude. It's gonna be a drumming. I got the ramp like thirty four to like seven. Oh, a drumming. Yeah. It'll be. I mean, Arizona, dude, we got Coop, we got we got Cooper Cup and fucking what's that homeboy's name? I I can never remember. Puka his name. Nakua. Puka Nakua. Whatever. Akuna Matata. Akuna Matata. A wonderful phrase. That's I'm a wonderful telling you, phrase it, if you're a Rams sure fan. Is, it, and you got Cooper, like I said, Cooper Cup back. Um, Matthew Stafford playing. Yep. Oh yeah, it's to me. Ram, to Ram me as a to me as a Niner fan, this is a. It's a good game no matter what because one divisional team's going down. Yeah. And the Niners have wins against both of them, so really it doesn't matter. But the Rams have more offensive weapons, even though they traded Absolutely. Van Jefferson to the Falcons today. Um, it's the Cup Nakua show. Absolutely. Give me the Rams. Yep. Rams. Right. Next. All right. Game of the week, baby. Philadelphia. Actually, you know what? We're going to save that. We're going to go last on that one. Okay. Um, Sunday night, Giants at Buffalo. This is easy. Even though they're banged up on the defensive side, the Giants are trash. Wait, hold up. The Giants got another primetime game? Yeah. Four. Yeah. Uh, they're fourth in the well, first Well, you know, when year. you're good, you're good. Oh, my gosh. These is Daniel Jones even playing? I, I don't even I, know. I don't know, but every every, I'm not, every I'm primetime game, they've got the, blow, the doors blown off them. Every primetime game. Buffalo by 30. Yeah. I'm telling you, yeah. I was going to joke with you guys and say, I'm rooting for the team in red, white, and blue. <laughs> 34 nothing. calling it. A shutout. Shutout. I mean, I say, is it really surprising? We're talking about the Giants here. Giants get, Giants get at least three. That'll be – I'll give them – I'll spot them three. Being kind. Very kind. It's, it's in, Man, it's in Buffalo too? Oh, this game's going to be bad. Oh, yeah. No, it'll be it's bad. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. Yeah. Horrible. Clean Horrible. sweep on the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. Moving on to Monday night, we got the Cowboys at the Chargers. Oof. I think this is a get-right game for the Chargers. I, 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 think, I think Dallas is a little wounded after that ass-whooping against the 49ers. And I like the Chargers this one. I don't really have a lot to say, but I'm. Just, I think it'll be close. I think it's something like 24-21, But give me, give me L.A. Man. Brandon, Dallas, what you on, got? Dallas is on the road. Woo. Spread is two points. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It'll be a high octane game offensively. Because the well, Chargers, the Chargers lost Mike Williams too. They lost Mike Williams. Yeah, they're using Palmer more, and then according to today. There's a 99.9% chance Austin Eckler is back. So he's probably going to be playing, which adds a depth to their offense that they've been missing. Mm -hmm. Because Joshua Kelly and and Spiller have been horrible in the running game for the Chargers. It's been inept. So I think it'll be – I have no idea who to pick in this game. I'll I'll pick. I'm going to go Chargers. It's a home game Monday night. Dallas lost some key defensive players and one of their best offensive linemen who's questionable. Chargers defense – not great, so that's why I think it'll be an offensive shootout. I think it'll be a get-right game for the Chargers. Herbert's thumb is injured, but it's on his non-throwing hand, so it shouldn't be a factor. Prescott plays better because the Chargers' defense isn't as good as the Niners, clearly. Yeah, absolutely. But I got the I got Chargers in this game with Eckler back. If Eckler ends up not coming back, 
it may swing, but I won't switch my pick. Um, I think as a Niner fan, I think it's illegal for me to pick the Cowboys unless it's in a, <laughs> in a 99.9% win situation. So um, I got love for the Chargers. So go, you know, go Chargers. I love Herbert. Go do it. So what's funny is the Chargers are seventh in scoring. Dallas is eighth. Um, the Chargers are 31st in defense or yards allowed. Mm-hmm. Wow. I feel Brandon well, might go contrarian well, on this. There's something Dak, in my gut that says he goes to Dallas. Dak at least get his 350. <laughs> Probably throw some picks, though. I think he is. Yeah. Herbert on Herbert on primetime. He's good. good. He's good on primetime. He shines. And he's always guaranteed for 250-plus yards and a couple of touchdowns. He'll run a little bit. Keenan Allen. Oh, I hate this. He's the opposite Kirk Cousins. Yeah. This, this is this is gonna be a shootout game. Yeah. Hey, better than the last three Monday night football games combined. Give me Dallas. My gut, I, I my gut said I thought it would be that way for Brandon. <laughs> All right. So we got uh Dominic and myself with the Chargers and Brandon with the Dallas Cowboys. The standings are going to shake up this week. I know we haven't oh, gotten absolutely. to the Jets, the but Lone Ranger. It's, huh. it's, uh, it's interesting. I, I was hoping for something interesting. You know, we need we needed something interesting this we week. Need some parody, right? We need some parody. Absolutely. Always need yep. some parody. I'm man. all for it. That's why I'm willing. So, I'm willing. Game of the week, baby. The Philadelphia Eagles coming to town to play mine and Brandon's New York Jets. Boys, you take the floor first. I got Philly. I got Philly. Why are you Shame. saying it like that? Because <laughs> I'm shameful, what man. I'm shameful. We just won a game, what and is... now I'm picking us to lose. But what it's is... because of the stigma, man. We've never beaten these fucks, man. Ever. <laughs> and every time I think it's the year, oh, you know what? This is the year, man. We're finally oh. going to beat them. And it's it, it was like the same thing with Pittsburgh for many years. Oh, this is the year we're finally beating Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh. No. And I <laughs> I, I just don't feel it changing this week, man. I, I And I don't, you know, if we lose, it's not going to be the end of the world. But I just, I'm just going to. It's okay, I'm gonna, man. I'm going to go it's with okay. this. I'm going to, if we win, hell yeah. But I'm going to at least try to save my my first place standings here somewhat in some yeah. capacity, if I can try at least. And I'm going to go with the Philadelphia Eagles. I think I think it'll be a lot closer than a lot of people think. I don't think it's going to be a shootout. I don't I don't think Philadelphia's going to throw a bunch on us. I just think the difference the difference maker is going to be Jalen Hurst and fucking running that ball down there at the goal line, dude. Oh, hurt, like he's unstoppable, put, dude. The the, 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 hurt, the, the, the brotherly shove. Yeah, the brother, it's unstoppable. Which was, made, which was made famous by USC, Matt Liner, Reggie Bush. You know, if I was a running back, I'd never want to go to Philadelphia. Like, fuck that place. <laughs> Ain't getting no opportunities. Can't even score no touchdowns. Nope. Third, but no, give me Philadelphia. Shorts. I'm going to say 24-14 Philadelphia. So... History aside, Philly Jets history aside, Randy, you know this. Uh-oh. <laughs> this is one of the games that the Jets win. Where you do never, where you never, nobody, nobody expects it. 
I mean, we almost beat the Chiefs. There's always one game one. every. There's always one game a year about the Jets where nobody's yeah. just like the all the odds are stacked against them, and all the Jets are like, uh, you know, let's go go to a barbecue, you know, during this game, and you know, let's and go we to a movie. Let's go to a movie. They and are you look on your phone. Beat. The Jets are up. They are huh? begging to be beat. They are begging to be beat with that defense. But yeah. with that said. I just know history is going to give me the big fuck you, Randy. I own you. Like your beloved Bengals. Who they? I love my Bengals. <laughs> All right. I'm not going to. God, man. I'm, I'm, I'm going to pick Philly. Mm-hmm. I know I'm going to pick Philly, but I feel like this, this is one of those jet games that 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 throws throws us all off. As fans. I hope so. I hope so. Yeah, I'll be happy. It'll so. be a happy. It'll be a happy loss for me. I mean, three three going into the bye week. That's yeah. be, I mean, we all yeah. wanted that. I feel yeah. this game could go along the lines of the way the Broncos game went, like that kind of score and that kind of situation. Okay. But I I do have the Eagles in this game. I think Jalen Hurts and you know the Eagles will continue to. They're begging to lose, but they get scrappy and win. Yeah. Um. My my big hope in this game is Sauce Gardner has a terrific game covering AJ Brown because I, Devo- I have Devontae Smith in fantasy and he's been sucking because they keep going to AJ Brown. So I need a Devontae Smith week. So Sauce Gardner locked down AJ Brown. Well, oh. DJ Reed is back this week too. So yeah, he is. Baby. Yeah, he, is. Right. he didn't play. So, he didn't play last week. Okay. Right. So, yeah. but but it'll it'll be a good game. Hopefully. Yeah. Again, I hate saying this term moral victories, but do think do do the right things against the Eagles, please. Don't shoot yourself in the foot. Don't get off to a slow start. You'll have Absolutely. a chance. But the Eagles, Absolutely. I think, pull it out still. All right. Now we just have two two things left to go, and then we'll we'll get Brandon off here real quick. Real quick. Monday night. Um, Dominic, you gave me 51 points. Yes, I did. I'm gonna go 45. Brandon, what do you got? This is the Cowboy Chargers. Cowboys Chargers. Ooh. Ooh. What was your score? No. 51. I said 27-24. I think it's going to be bigger, but I've been yeah, sucking at I these think it's tie breaks. Be bigger, man. I'm thinking 30. Yeah, I'm thinking this is a 34-31 type game. Wow. Okay. So, so what's that? Points. 60? 65? Huh? 64. Oh, yeah, 65. 65. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Man, you guys left me in the dust with them numbers. I'm over here with 45. You got 51. You got 60. I was well, well, the Cowboys is banged up. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I was thinking 60 point range, but I'm like, you know what? The points have been awful to me. So let me underdo it instead of overdoing it like I've been. And watch. History will bite me in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> so Brandon will probably win, regardless of the record. He'll probably take the tiebreaker <laughs> once again. That's where he thrives. <laughs> All right, real quick, and this is where we're going to end the show. Just a couple of quick questions. Just four questions from the fans from uh, Instagram, and I'll give you. Um, I'll I'll give my I'll let you guys answer, and then I'll give my two cents real quick. But we won't spend a whole lot of time because they're just they're just real quick. First question is from Squaley215, and she – and uh, I don't know if it's a girl. I'm just going to say they asked, what's our biggest need at this moment, and is Zach Wilson really the answer? Me, as far as Zach Wilson being the answer, he's going to have to be the answer this year. 
As far as what we really need, I've said it in the earlier in the show, offensive line. Brandon? I concur. Yeah. Go ahead, Dom. Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry, Dom. Go ahead. No, no. Straightforward, simple as that. I concur. Okay. Uh, well, I, I feel as though, yeah, we already know they're riding with Zach this season. Um, that that much is true. So I, I don't know in what context, uh, you know, they're asking is Zach the answer? Is he the answer? At I think they mean is like backup, like going forward even after Aaron Rodgers. No. Yeah, I don't think so either. No, no, no. I don't. I don't. I. I haven't seen enough yet uh, from him. Uh, but as far as the biggest need right now is consistency. That's what it is. Just consistently across Absolutely. the board, consistency across the board. Uh, you know, positive consistency is what I think the the Jets sorely need. Yep. Absolutely. All right, moving on to the next one. This is from SSO Cats 2012. This is my friend Sonia. Uh, she's a she's an Angels fan and a Nationals fan. Hi, Sonia. I, yeah, she's a, she's such a sweetheart. We I love her to death. She asks, "Why do you all think the Jets have given up so many points in the first half? Any theories or thoughts?" Honestly, we kind of answered it. Yeah, just the I think inconsistency. Just, yeah, inconsistencies. I think. Playing scared. Yeah, poor playing game scared, plan. Poor, poor game, game planning. planning. Absolutely. Like, it's – I mean, that's that's the only thing I can think of, you know, and I think we're all on the same page there. It's just, just you know, you just call a better game. You know, come out, you know, swinging. You know, come out pissed off. Yeah. You know, just it's, – it's, I've said it. I've said this a couple of times on the show. A sta- establish your dominance early. Punch them in the mouth and knock them the hell out early, and then they ain't going to want none. Watch them bleed out. Absolutely. All right. The third question. We got one more after this. This comes from J Money 25 times. Um, he asked, McCole Hardman probably getting traded. I, I I don't know if he goes back to the Chiefs. I don't know if anybody's gonna be willing to give up a pick for him. The Chiefs. I mean, maybe, <laughs> but I mean, I don't understand why you can't get this guy involved. I thought we brought yeah, this guy well, in to run like jet sweeps and you know switch it he up. Struggled. On stuff. <clears throat> the where where does he struggled in camp? You know, uh, just grasping the offense. Um, I don't know if it's just that he's used to Andy Reid's offense or whatever, but and he's he's had about quite a quite a few drops in um in the offseason too. So, uh, you know, it just sounds like just, he's in the doghouse. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So maybe you know he's just kind of like. You know, I, I I don't know. It's it's one of the weirdest situations because you think you could use a guy like that um, on your offense, an offense that's struggling, that's 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 lacking creativity. Mm-hmm. You think you could use a Swiss Army knife guy like that, right. that could, that you could use, but he's he's done something or is not doing something, uh, and that's the reason why they feel like they can't use him. He's not. He's not. He's not coming in unless there's an injury somewhere. Yeah, that's what it seems yeah. like. And especially with the emergence of uh, Xavier Gibson. Gibson. Yep. And they got Cobb. Cobb's taking his minutes too. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> Cobb so I mean, yeah. Time. Yeah. All right. So our final question, and this is a bit of a silly one. I know he meant it to be silly, and I'm going to give him one of these. And this comes, from, and I and I know Dominic knows this. Comes from Rob. He was on. He was on the uh, Halo. Good old Rob. Last night. Yeah. Big time Angel fans, just like uh, Dominic and myself. 
Again, silly question. I know he's just rubbing it in the face again. What week must Aaron Rodgers come back in order to give the Jets a shot at the playoffs? Well, Aaron Rodgers is there's Aaron Rodgers. I don't think he'll come back. I think if he does come back, we're talking maybe late December, January, maybe for the playoffs if we make it. But a I think a, I a think torn, honestly, a, a torn Achilles in under six months. Hey, it's been Cam Akers, Cam Akers did it. Been, and he's not the only one. I can't think of yeah. names, but I've heard where people have mentioned a couple of people. But here's the, here's my thing. Let's say Zach gets us to a point where we are wild card. Okay. And and let's say Aaron Rodgers is ready to come back. What is more important at this juncture? Are you trying to save Zach's confidence? Can you imagine Zach, you know, getting the team, doing the best he can, taking the taking the all the the punches he he gets from the media and and fans and he gets this team wild card eligible and they sit him for Aaron Rodgers? I got That would destroy his, that would destroy his confidence. I don't know. I got uh, you might as well just his mind right now. Huh? I mean it's no secret that it's all over the media. I got to think that's in the back of his mind right now cuz it's no secret right now that I mean Yeah, it sounds, I don't know, the man. way people just, are talking, the way Aaron's talking, it sounds like he wants to come back this year. I know, man. I'm He's just like for it at least. But that's but but that's because we're 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 we were one in, you know, we were we weren't winning games. So we're desperation we're and, mode. Yeah, desperation mode. We're 2 and 3. Mm-hmm. What if that flips around as Dom mentioned? We're at nine wins. You you just push that aside and say, All right, man, all right, Aaron, come on in, man. Hey, like I don't even know if Aaron would do that. To I, the, kid. the Niners had the same situation last year when Brock Purdy came in and they're like, Well, Garoppolo may be ready for the playoffs, but he wasn't. But the, that conversation started right on the onset of Brock winning three games in a row. Jimmy G was ahead of the curve with the high ankle sprain those questions and the momentum questions start to come up. Yeah. I think Aaron Rodgers, it becomes more of a potential reality. If the Jets win and by week 14 and beyond those final four games of the year, if it's like you win two of four and you're in and like a guaranteed in and you can semi control your own fate, it, it but you becomes know the difference. A, you know what the difference is, Dom, between that yeah. situation with Purdy and is that you aren't in New York media. Oh, could what? you imagine the storylines that would come out if that were to be a reality in New York? Oh, psychotic, psychotic. It would be it would be bananas. You do oh. make a good point, Brandon, about would Aaron Rodgers even do that to the kid? And, I just don't know if he I'm would. Thinking, he, eh, but now I'm thinking, like, he loves Zach. Like, don't get it twisted. He like, does. They are very close. Yep. They are very close. He said it again today. I love the kid. Yeah. He called him a young stud. Is what I he don't think – I honestly don't think he would. I think Aaron Rodgers would say, hey, let the kid have his thing, and if and, and if if all else fails, it's not be, one of the, I'm your backup. Yeah, it's not one of those situations. I don't think Aaron Rodgers comes off the injured list, off the IR, and is the backup. I think he, I kind of got faith in the guy. Like when he says something, like you almost gotta believe him when he says it. I think, I think the whole conversation is about maybe four or five weeks too early. I think in four or five weeks after this stretch of 
you know, the games against the Giants, the Chargers, these winnable games to see where they're at. When you get to the two Dolphins games within three weeks, and I think Buffalo's in there somewhere, that little period of time, if this becomes a better conversation, you know, he's on Pat McAfee every week, so you're going to get a health update every week. Which I got to watch. I haven't watched today's episode yet. Yeah. Oh, it's good, Uh, man. It was funny, especially when J.K. Dobbins breaks into the interview. It was hilarious. Oh, wow. Yeah. I think it's a situation where we're maybe four or five weeks from that, from this being an actual legit, oh shit conversation. Right. I think it's still too early because Achilles are Achilles, but you know, the, you know, the media is waiting for it. They are waiting for it, boy. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Poor poor Zach, man. That kid, that kid, man, I tell you, at times I do feel really bad for him. I think that I think the New York media would go down harder on Zach Wilson if this came about than they went on Aaron Judge and John Carlos Stanton this year with the Yankee struggles. That's fair. Potential. Yeah. I, yeah. I think they're going to go harder. Every, well, everybody's blaming Cashman. That too. I think. I'm a I Yankee think, fan. I'm a Yankee fan, so we exactly. can talk. I could talk all night about that, but <laughs> yeah. I, I'd rather I'd rather not. Yeah. They give I me, don't they give me a, and we ain't Zach, talking no damn Yankees. Zach Wilson would take more heat. <laughs> Than everybody on the Yankees combined. For sure. Oh, yeah. For sure. Absolutely. No yep. So. Cool. I think we're we all good. We all. I think yeah. we all. We aired out everything. It was I happy. Think... It was a light, lighter podcast. I loved it. Yeah. No, I loved today's <laughs> show. I, I think every week we continue to get better. And, you know, again, thank you guys for watching us here on the One Jets pod. Again, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure to hit that like and subscribe button as well as hit that bell notification so you under or so you are alerted every time we drop some content you can also check us out on spotify amazon music oh god oh i'm missing one iHeartRadio and uh google Podcasts. make there sure you, you uh like and subscribe as well as uh follow or excuse me follow us on those and give us a five star i mean it greatly appreciates every time you guys do that it messes with the algorithm it puts us out there get, it puts more eyeballs on us and we just we very much appreciate that so on behalf of my good friend brandon bats My good brother, Dominic Lorenz. I'm Randy Oz. This is the One Jets pod. We'll see you down the road. Go Jets. Jets!